Don't forget, you can listen to us at uh, Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to us uh, at Spreaker.com. Uh, you just punch in uh, the Rob Carey Show. You can listen to us on iTunes. It's not live on iTunes. Um, but uh, it is the show as soon as we go off the air. You can also listen to us. Uh, over at iHeartRadio. So go there. Those are all the ways. Did I leave any did I leave anything out? No. Alright. I, I and of course Rob Scary Show dot com. So you see what the left is trying to do. And I say trying. And that is take down uh, Steve Bannon over at uh, Breitbart, or formerly at Breitbart. And it's funny because for 16 months, all the left was doing was saying, Trump is a racist, Trump is a misogynist, Trump is, uh, you know, anti-Semitic. All of these things. Remember when Trump did the uh, Hillary Clinton star. They used a starburst, which I didn't look at it and go, "Oh, that's definitely an anti-Semitic." What? It's, it's what are you guys talking? So for sixteen months, Trump is anti-Semitic. He's part of the alt right, whatever the hell the alt right is. And we talked about that before. I had no idea what the alt-right was. I have no idea what the alt-right... I had no idea what Pepe the Frog was. I had no idea. I thought it was... It was... Um, it was Peep. <laughs> I had no idea that it was Pepe. Had no idea. I had no, I, I just, I had no idea. That's how out of the loop I am. And that just shows you, that just shows you this whole alt-right. Remember, the left, that's all they do is tag things. That's all they do. That's how they live their lives, tagging things. Fat shaming. Did you ever hear the word fat shaming until this past eight years? Bullying. I never heard adults use the word bullying until this past eight years or this past four years. The only time I ever heard the word bullying was on different episodes of different strokes. Remember different strokes? With Gary Coleman. What you talking about Willis? Remember that? And the Gooch. The Gooch was his bully. Bullying. That that was that was bullying. That like two children. One being 16, the other one being 10, one being I don't know, 5 foot 11, the other one being 4 foot 8. That was bullying. Not two adults. 
two adults going at each other was fighting. He's bullying me. Bullying? What are you, 10? So the left loves to tag things. Bullying, fat shaming, Islamophobia, phobia, everything phobia. The only time I remember the word phobia, claustrophobia. That was like the most prevalent word of phobia or just using the word phobia. I have a phobia. But to put phobia after your Islamophobia, homophobia, clean caraphobia, uh, you know, uh, media phobia, booger every phobia. Safe space. Triggered. I mean, how did we get to this place? How did we get to this place? How did we get to this place? This isn't the majority of the American people. These are things created by the left. You label. That's what you do. That's how you divide a country. That's how you keep control of a country. But if we could get in a time machine, think about it, man. If we could get in a time machine, just just, just go back to like the 80s. Go back to the 70s. Just go back in a time. And just talk about bullying and safe space and Halloween costumes that offend. Gender identity issue. I mean, just, just really crazy, bizarre, liberal labeling. Whack jobs. I mean, that's what they would be. Somebody from the past would be like, what? What's this thing? This is a computer. What do you do with it? Well, we could communicate with each other. Oh, so it's, wow, it's like a phone. Yeah, oh, oh, I'm going to report this person. Why? What happened? Well, they just called me a name. Yeah. Well, they're they're bullying me. They're cyber bullying. Cyber bu- what? Turn off the fucking computer. So what are you doing? Don't open the email. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? I have to go to my safe space. You're what? What the hell are you talking? Were you going to prison? No. I'm just going to go to that room over there. That's my safe space room. Your safe space? What happens there? Well, nothing bad. What do you mean nothing bad? What if you're in your safe space room and I walk in and I kick you in the face? Then what? It's not a safe space room, is it? Well, you wouldn't do that. Because when I'm in my safe space room, nobody is allowed to come in there. So do you got a like a door? Like what is? Well, no, it's just this room. 
sometimes it's an imaginary an imaginary space. Listen, go over there. Go to your safe space. Now watch watch this. And then I kick him right in the face. There's your safe space, jerk off. There's my safe foot. Right in your safe ass. Safe space. And so now hear what they're doing to Bannon. He's anti-Semitic. He hates Jews. Anti-Semitic. He and the only, only evidence they have of any of this. The fact of him hating Jews and being a member of the alt-right is a court document from, I don't know, 25 years ago where his then-wife, soon-to-be ex-wife, in a deposition, in a court document, because, of course, nobody would ever lie in a deposition. No one would ever lie in divorce proceedings. Of course not. Of course not. She said that Bannon once said he didn't want his children going to a certain school because it was filled with Jews. And Jews were whiny. No, I don't mean to be anti-Semitic, but some of my Jewish friends are whiny. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay? Just saying. <laughs> if, if that happened, he might have a point there. I'm just saying. Is that anti-Semitic? Is it? But the ex-wife said, uh, Bannon... Talked about a school and not wanting his kids to go there. And then another time in an interview, Bannon said Breitbart gave a platform to the alt-right. So, because of those two things, the left is trying their damnedest. They're trying their hardest to do what they do, which is smear an individual to the point where the media and the print media, everything is coming at them with such an avalanche that that person eventually resigns from whatever uh, post they're at. They're forced to apologize. And then they just kind of fade off into obscurity. And then the media and then whatever Democrats are in charge at that time all get together at a later day at someone's house at a dinner party and give each other reach-arounds for what they did. And that's what they're trying to do with Bannon. Now, here's my question. 
Here's my question. Don't you think the media and the Democrats would have learned from what they did to Trump? Don't you think they would have learned that if you're part of Trump and Trump's inner circle... Kowtowing to the media and the Democrats is something they don't do. I mean, when the Democrats and NBC and the media released the grab them by the pussy tape, people lined up to demand. Trump get out of the race. How's that for some K-Dons? And I'm talking about conservatives. People like Hugh Hewitt went on his radio show and demanded that Donald Trump get out of the race, hand over the nomination to Mike Pence, And Trump said, I won't do none of that. And for two weeks straight, two weeks straight, and the Kayones on the left to talk about Comey and the letter and that being the thing that derailed Hillary's campaign. It was just too much, too much. So that was too much, but somehow, day after day after day after day of every single media, reporter, journalist, whatever you want to call them, discussing grabbing by the pussy and having girl after girl after girl come out and go, he grabbed me by my pussy, he grabbed me by my pussy, he grabbed me by my pussy. And demanding Donald Trump apologize. Demanding Donald Trump give up the nomination. That wasn't a big deal. It was the email. (laughs) That's the thing that, that, that was just too much. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Stop. Stop, you guys. Stop. So you would think the left would learn by now that all of this smearing of Bannon is not going to get them anything. It's just going to build the support for Bannon even more. Calling him some Nazi alt-right anti-Semitic, Jew-hating a-hole. Ain't gonna get them anywhere. And, and, to watch the CNNs and the MSNBCs 
and the to watch all of them act as if Breitbart is some type of Johnny Come Lately site, some type of conspiracy site that discusses chemtrails and uh, you know uh, uh, Newtown hoaxes. It's it's laughable because. Everybody in the media knows who Andrew Breitbart is. They all know who Andrew Breitbart is. And that's the site. Breitbart.com is Andrew Breitbart. He's only been dead for a few years. It's only been four or five years. I mean, Huffington Post? Ariana Huffington? Before she was a bleeding heart liberal, choking on Bill Maher, sausage! She was a Republican. Andrew Breitbart helped her create Huffington Post. It was like the three amigos, Ariana Huffington, Andrew Breitbart, and Matt Drudge. So for the media, like Don Lemon to go, I, I don't really know what Breitbart is. I, I don't really go to Breitbart. You, you don't know Breitbart. You have no idea who Andrew Breitbart is. You don't know the history of Breitbart. Really? Really? You don't know anything about Breitbart. Huma Abedin's husband, the pedophile, Andrew Weiner, was outed by Andrew Breitbart. The downfall of Andrew Weiner showing his Weiner was reported by Andrew Breitbart. Everybody said that Breitbart was nuts. He was crazy. He was full of crap. He was lying. What he was doing was wrong. He was smearing. A congressman. And lo and behold, a few weeks later, it all comes out. And everybody had to apologize. Or at least acknowledge the fact that Breitbart was right. So to watch Chris Matthews and Rachel Maddow And Chris Cuomo, Wolf Blitzer, all act like Breitbart. Uh, Bre- uh Breitbart? What's Bre- Breitbart? What? Well, you know Breitbart. Andrew Breitbart was a force in the political game when Hack Tapper was interviewing pornographers for Nightline. Hack Tapper was dreaming of getting to the point where he is. Breitbart was there. Andrew was there. The site itself still generates income for the Breitbart family. 
money that's made from Breitbart goes to a trust for his family, his wife, his children. The Breitbart that we see today is the same Breitbart it was when Andrew was alive. The only thing that's changed is our country. The only thing that's changed is the world. But the site is still the same site. The people that run the site. The majority of them are still the same people that were there when Andrew was there. And to say Steve Bannon is an anti-Semite and the site is an anti-Semite site and it's a Nazi site, that's saying Andrew Breitbart was an anti-Semite. Really? Andrew Breitbart, the Jew, who practiced his faith was also an anti-Semite. He, he, he also hated himself. He also hated his own people. Really? Get the... How the left thinks they could get away with this? It didn't work for 16 months going after Trump, his supporters... So why do they think it's going to work now? I don't understand this. I don't. I don't understand why they think this is going to work now. It's fascinating to me. It really is. It's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And they're going to keep trying. And what's funny is you've got all these people that are coming to Bannon's defense. I mean, Alan Dershowitz, he's like the darling Jew on the left. I mean, you can't get any more Jewy than Alan Dershowitz and pro-Israel than Alan Dershowitz and leftist, liberal, Democrat crackpot. Than, than, than Alan Dershowitz. And he's saying, nah, I know Steve Bannon, and nah, I don't, he's not a, he's not anti-Semitic. And if you're only going by what a disgruntled ex-wife is saying, then that's not enough. If that's all you got to prove and to label somebody a Jew hater, then that's wrong. You need a lot more. I know. Yeah, yeah, you need you need you need some Mel Gibson stuff. You need some Mel Gibson video. You need some Mel Gibson audio where he's like, I hate Jews. I hate all the dirty Jews. I hope you get raped by a pack of Jews and niggers. And you better provide something like that. But some disgruntled 
ex-wife from 30 years ago going, he said this. Yeah, okay. Sure. And the media saying that Breitbart is a Nazi site. No. No. Andrew Breitbart was the furthest from a Nazi. Even Rabbi Shmuley. You all know Rabbi Shmuley. Rabbi Shmuley. Even said... Steve Bannon is not an, he's not an anti-Semite. Sorry, Don Lemon. Sorry, Chris Cuomo. Rabbi Sh- listen, again, you can't get more Jewier than Shmuley and Dershowitz. And if those two are saying Bannon is not an anti-Semite. The guy's not an anti-Semite. And why the left will not learn. It didn't work for 16 months. It's not going to work now. <laughs> it's not going to work now. Jesus. Hey, you know, Breitbart even has that uh, that Klein kid. That Andrew Klein. I think his, his first name is Andrew. Or, or, the hell is it? But the guy, he, he's, he, he's in Israel. He's in Israel. He's constantly, constantly writing pro-Israel stories. Like I said, who plants the road? map for the media to go down we can only guess when they do their powwows at John Podesta's house someone has to say okay here's what we're gonna do like someone has to initiate it so somebody is still saying alright these are the things we have to go after Trump with and nobody's saying, nah, dude, it didn't work. It doesn't work. Let's just stop. Let's kind of regroup. Let's try. Let's just regroup. <sighs> it's fascinating. All right, it's Rob Scary. It's Rob Scary Show. Listen, you guys, we are done for the night because uh, I got to finish a bunch of stuff because you know the story. I told it in the beginning of the show. Got to do this stupid wedding. I got to I got to do a lot of stuff. So bear with me, okay? Jesus Christ, bear with me. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. We'll be back tomorrow, okay? We'll be back tomorrow at our same time, and we'll put in a whole nice three hours. You guys will love it. You guys could rub it on your chests, all right? You guys could rub it on your chests, and everything uh, will be fine and dandy. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You are the best. Later.